Hey, 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 and welcome to the second episode of EK and AP on Repeat Day, an MLS podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, AK. Wait, no, I'm AK. You're EK. Hey, EK. Hey, AK. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. I am so excited for our second episode and really looking forward to just discussing MLS and the fact that it's back, that this season has kicked off excitingly and unpredictably, and really looking forward to just discussing some of the highlights from the past couple of games over the weekend. So I guess that kind of leads me into almost every single team played over the course of three days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Did they play the Tuesday at all? No, they didn't. So the last game was on Monday, and it was supposed to be Sunday, but... It got rained out. Yeah, the Portland game got moved to Monday because of weather. And the LA LA clash got moved to July 4th weekend. Goodness, that is going to be a part. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, but it's tied in mainly that MLS is back. Oh, yeah. You were seeing it everywhere. I feel like I was just kind of seeing, at least all over my social media, people excited. People... You know, really starting to kind of love this sport, and I'm excited just to see where it goes in the United States. And what better day to play than July 4th? That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I guess let's talk about some of the games that happened. Um, what team impressed you most during this first week? Okay, so the first game that kicked off was Nashville, New York, and I really thought that. I think Nashville looked really good. Um, they played most of that game without Honey Mukhtar on the field, and they just looked a, like a complete team. So it was impressive them. But I think the team that most impressed me was Seattle on Sunday night. Really? Yeah. So Seattle missed the playoffs last year. And I think I kind of fell into the trap of riding them off and thinking that Seattle dynasty we've become accustomed to has kind of come to an end but they smashed Colorado and they looked I mean they looked great and they looked like they had not missed a step from those like great Seattle teams so uh Seattle was definitely my most impressive of of the weekend I mean we all love a good smashing so that's right oh yeah there's nothing like it it's true nothing like it. it's true so you mentioned um honey Mukhtar, who didn't play very much what why is that what happened i am curious i don't i don't think it was injury or anything like that i think it's just first game of the season like give him a rest like I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know what I never really heard what the deal was there. He came in the last few minutes, didn't he? Yeah, he came in. I think it was around the sixty-fifth minute, I believe, and he sliced up New York's defense and led to an assist by him. So I mean, he looked. I mean, once he came on the field, he looked like Honey Mukhtar. Um, but I don't really know why he didn't start. I haven't really heard what the reasoning behind that was. I guess we'll just have to follow along, see if that is normal. You know, if that's what they're playing each game. If that was the beginning of the season thing, I guess we'll just have to stay tuned and keep watching those games. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, we talked about, you know, who you're most impressed with. 
who were you kind of unimpressed with? Who was disappointing you? What was unexpected? I know for me, after coming in with that pick, that Austin FC was going to be just looking great this season. That opener, wow. I think me and the rest of America were like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, when I looked at that schedule and I saw that St. Louis is opening their history by going to Austin, I was kind of like, oh man, that kind of stinks for St. Louis. Austin is a great team and they have to go there and play them first. But St. Louis looked really good. Um, they they have a forward. His name's Klaus. And he was everywhere. That last goal, the game winner he scored in like the 85th minute, was a beautiful goal. He hit it right on the outside of his right foot, and it just curled right around the goalkeeper off the post end. It was a great goal. And... St. Louis and Zero just I mean I know it's only one game, so we're making assumptions, but it was a pretty big win. It was, it was. I I think St. Louis has a lot of pretty solid guys. I don't think they have that like star power like a Sebastian Drewsi or a Hani Mukhtar. They don't have like that guy, but they have a lot of guys who are really good. And we have to talk about the second goal. St. Louis scored. Yeah. I mean, how could you miss it? I like hate to rag on players and I'm not like ragging on him at all. But Kip Keller. Kip. What are you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm going to be here to debate him. So, but you are switching teams, you have familiar faces. You're just there to play the good old game, and you see someone oh, and you're like, let me just pass it to a vibe. This is what I'm used to, and, you know, honestly, I think it's an honest mistake. I know a lot of people wouldn't argue that at this level of playing that you can make a mistake like that, but we're all human, aren't we? Yeah, for sure, and I don't think Kip Keller's like, I don't think he's bad. Like, I think he's pretty good. Okay. Um. I think he just had a bad game. You so, think he intentionally threw it? No, I don't think so. Um, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, so Kip Keller is a center back for Austin. And Austin was kind of building possession. They passed it back to Kip, um, kind of right outside the 18-yard box. And Kip Keller turned around and was like looking for someone to pass it to. And he kicked the ball right to a St. Louis player. It's almost like he was trying to go around a horn and just thought that was his back. But he passed it to the opposite team. Yeah, and immediately, like, before the ball even got to the St. Louis player, he, like, put his hands on his head and, like, put his head down. So the St. Louis player he actually passed it to played for Austin last year. I think generally what just happened, he was in the heat of the game, turned around, like you said, saw a guy who he played all season with last year. I was like, ah, there's my teammate. But it led to a really easy goal. I guess the only confusing thing about that for me, though, I, although I just defended him, where it's that teammate up playing, what, forward, midfield, and he, if it was some sort of familiarity thing, you would have think he would have passed it to someone who was a defender, and that guy 
clearly just isn't that even on his sport routine. Yeah, I think it was just so St. Louis at the time was employing a pretty good press. Um, they were kind of all over Austin. Okay. Um, and I think he was just like, I have to be this press. Oh, here's a guy I know. Boom. And his name's Stroud. Just turn around and put it in the back of the net. I mean, you get a golden ball handed to you, you have to. Yeah, and that's probably the easiest goal he'll ever score in his career. Probably. I guess, were there any other disappointments beyond that wild card of an explosion? Yeah, so I was pretty disappointed in Toronto. Um, they played D.C. and... D.C.'s mediocre. Oh, I don't even... I think mediocre might be being nice. That's me. I'm here for the nice I Yeah, no, I get it. Um, and we need that. Yeah. Um, Bringing the positivity. Yeah, we do need that because DC, DC needs some positivity because DC is not good. Okay, okay. They were not good last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were not good last year. Um, I don't think they're going to be good this year, but it's weird because Toronto has these high hopes. They have, I mean, they brought in Sean Johnson and goal. And I thought Toronto was going to be... Sean Johnson? You mean Olympic snowboarder Sean Johnson? The very same. Jokes aside. Jokes aside. So I really thought... And they haven't seen yet who was... Wait. Olympic snowboarder. That's a U.S. female gymnastic Olympian. It is. It is. I was very sorry to insult one of our most awarded gold medalists of all time. Yeah, it's true. It's okay. Um... And Sean Johnson, the goalkeeper. But yes, yes. Amazing. Anyway, so he came in. They signed in Signe last year, who is in his prime, was playing in the top league in Italy, I believe. I might be wrong on that, but I believe it was Italy. And that was a huge signing. Toronto has pretty high hopes this year. So to go and lose to DC in your opening game of the season. I was really disappointed to see that. I honestly think this game's going to be a hard one to shake for them. Like, their fans have probably lost some confidence. I mean, I sure hope the coaches and the players on it, but it's definitely, like I said, might just be a tough one to shake. It is, and I hope that Toronto can bounce back. Um, The troubling thing is Insigne, who I just mentioned, did leave the game in the 34th minute injured. Oh. So, it could... I, I'm still hopeful that Toronto's going to bounce back and this is kind of a one-off thing. But, again, if we're talking first week, I was a little disappointed in their performance. Okay, okay. Well, as we know, or as some of you may not know, uh, Apple has recently just kind of upped the production quality of what it means to watch the MLS from home, to be a band from afar for those people who can't get to the games. Um, and so they created, you know, the MLS season pass where you can buy it through Apple TV and really just be engaged with MLS. Honestly, so far, my like feedback. Uh, rating, I'm giving it a nine and a half out of ten. I've been really impressed. And that means a lot because last season when we watched the games, I was 
barely making it through. Like the quality of the screen, the cuts uh, between different shots, wanting to see goal replay shit. No effort or quality of the production wise. I think that this MLS season pass is really just going to make a lot of fans want to buy it and really actually enjoy watching the game, which in turn can, you know, produce more revenue just to continue to build this sport. Uh, but my initial reaction to MLS season packs really caused an it. Um, again, I'm here for the positivity, baby. But I'm curious, Eric, like, EK, you know, what is your initial reaction? Okay, so I'm pretty much going to double down on everything you said. I don't have a single negative thing to say about season pass. It was amazing. Um, last year, as you mentioned, sometimes we would watch MLS games and it felt like we were watching like a high school game. Like, oh, yeah. That's the level of production the MLS was dealing with. Uh, other than the nationally televised games, but if you're watching like... Literally thought like my grandma doing a Facebook Live, like trying to watch the games. It was bad. Yeah. Shout out to grandma. Shout out to grandma. Um, but... Subtracting our podcast, grandma. That's right. So, season pass. I would say if you watched a Premier League soccer game and then watched an MLS game from this weekend, the quality, would you wouldn't be able to really tell a difference yeah. in quality. I mean, the only thing we're really missing is the European commentators with their little innuendo words of boogers and smash. I don't know what they say. Uh, but honestly, I like our commentators. I really enjoyed the host when they were doing the wrap-ups. Um, really enjoyed the diversity. Having, personally, a female as one of the anchors was really inspiring to me just to see women in sports and mm -hmm. um, really excited for them. Unless yes, and I don't think it can be understated how big this is for MLS because this is going to get more eyes on the sport in turn get more money in the sport, get better players in the sport, and just increase the quality all around. So this is, I mean, it it is a huge deal for MLS to have this Apple deal in place. Yeah. Shout out to Apple for doing this. Thank you for investing in MLS. If you want to sponsor on the PK podcast, we will gladly allow you to sponsor us. I will be the first to say we can be bought. I, and I will be the first to say... Maybe not. We'll cut a deal. We'll cut a deal. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's me and on to my question. I'm just really interested in that. We made it through our first meet of podcasts and of games. And looking forward to another weekend of exciting games. What are you most excited for? What are you looking forward to watching? What are you expecting? Okay. So... I think the two LA teams I'm really excited about. So we had LAFC Portland and that is at 4:30 Eastern and that's going to be a free game. So anybody can watch that even if you're not subscribed to Season Pass. So I highly recommend everyone check that one out. We get to see, you know, it's going to be the MLS Cup ring ceremony and that's going to be kind of a huge deal for LA, you know, winning their first MLS Cup. Um and then, again, going up against Portland, I think it's going to be just a great game in general. Another game, the other L.A. team, we got Dallas Galaxy. 
not Dallas Galaxy. Dallas versus Galaxy. Okay, okay. Not to be confused with Dallas Galaxy. The Dallas Galaxy. Honestly, though, kind of a cool name. Like, I'm just imagining Dallas really, and a Galaxy. Sounds like a really fun theme park. Yeah, it's your ride on... Bulls, of course. Oh, I was going to say moons. Bulls on the moon. Bulls on the moon. Obviously. Um... So I'm looking forward to seeing the two LA teams in action just because we didn't get to see them week one. They were the only two teams we didn't get to watch. And those are kind of some big teams. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The other thing I'm excited about, I'm going to be tuning into St. Louis, Charlotte because the fans in St. Louis's first ever home game and those fans are going to be going bananas. You think so? You think they're going to show up and show out? So... From what I've seen so far, St. Louis has a great fan base. And those people are hype that they have an MLS team. So I'm really excited to see just how they react to their personal. Excited for that as well. I feel like St. Louis isn't necessarily known for its sports. So I'm excited to see that maybe it could become known for MLS. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, well, I'm excited to watch these games with you um, and do it together and keep being on the PK duo that's right that's right well we reached the point of our show where we are answering you our listeners question and this week we had a couple of questions sent in and some really good ones i'm really excited to answer those so um will shout out to you for sending in these questions feel free to send in any of your audience questions to podcast on the pk.com and we will answer each one of those with every episode Maybe multiple ones, but this week's question comes from Will, and Will asks, you know, the MLS in the last couple of couple of years has really made the jump from star players, from the MLS being a star players retirement home, um, to now more having like their own really great competition and it being more than that. Do you think that the MLS is getting close to the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga level? Okay, that's a great question. I think, and like you said, it has been kind of a retirement home for those big names. Well, wasn't there even talks of Messi coming to Miami or or things like that? Even There have been talks, and I think those talks are still kind of up in the air. They don't really know what Messi's going to do. That would be cool. Um, I think now we're in the period where it's more of a stepping stone league. So I guess it's still living. No, not quite. <laughs> so it's more of like, so MLS has really targeted the South American talent. So they're getting those guys who maybe are not quite ready to go to Europe, but will be ready one day. And they're putting them in MLS for, you know, a year or two, getting them up, you know, to a little better competition than selling them on to Europe. So that seems. I mean, kind of like the the MLS is just losing, like, in this. Like, we can't keep star talent. I mean, I know the contracts are bigger, and that's a big part of it, but I, we as an MLS fan, I want to be more than a stepping stone. No, I'm with you. I want MLS to get to the point where it is on the level of Premier League and Bundesliga and La Liga and Serie A and all of those things. You just think we're not there yet? I think it's going to take a couple more years. Yeah. Um. I mean, we just got good streaming of it. 
and that's yeah. the, and that's honestly the first step. You have to put it out there for people to get excited about. I think if you were to say what level is it on now, I think we're approaching maybe championship level, which is the league below the Premier League. Okay. Um, so like Ryan Reynolds' team is? Oh, no, he's way below that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's his team called? Wrexham? Wrexham. Okay. Yeah. I think MLS is a good bit above like Wrexham level. Okay. Um, that might be disrespectful to Wrexham. Forgive us, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, sorry. Sponsor us as well. I'm sorry, Ryan. We know you're listening. Um. So I think I'm hopeful. I think that, you know, give it five, six years, I think MLS could be in such a, just a four, like a more forward spot than it is now. This was not a listener question. Okay. This is a AK question specialty. Wow. But you saying that thinking the MLS is so much more forward now. Do you ever think there's a possibility that MLS is bigger in the States than American football is. Mm, that's tough. Um, personally, I don't see that. Um, just because, like, I know, boo, indeed. I wish it would, would be. Because if you watch, like, Thursday Night Football, American football this past year, those games were awful. Oh, yeah. They were unwatchable. And I would say that almost every MLS game this weekend was more enjoyable to watch than those Thursday night football games. Yeah. And I'm going to say that because we host a soccer podcast. Yeah, so. but also, Ketchy only having like under 95 minutes of my time spent on this. Exactly. You know when you're getting in, you know when you're getting out. Yeah. Football games can last forever. We're not here to bash American football, but we kind of are. Um I, I would hope so. Um, I think as the push forward into like concussion. Yeah, that would be my thought as well. Just the injury rate of American football. But when you look at most developed countries around the world, like America's the only one with that has football and, and most are competing in the soccer realm as their major sport. Oh, yeah. It's by far the most popular sport in the world. Which I guess leads me on to our second audience question, thinking of, you know, soccer being played around the world. Um, Will also sent in this question. Shout out to you, Will. They will. Um, Will asked, like, what are your thoughts on any potential tournaments between the MLS and European clubs? Okay, that's a good question. Um, I think I would be all for those kind of tournaments because that's how you get more eyes worldwide yeah on the mls so this year actually the mls and liga mx which is the league in mexico are doing a leagues cup where they're kind of pausing league play in the middle of the mls season but it'll be right around the beginning of the liga mx season and they're gonna all the teams are gonna enter from liga mx and mls they're gonna play each other see who wins I think that's kind of the first step in, in the MLS dipping their toes in the waters of some more tournaments. Yeah. So I hope that becomes a more normal thing going forward. That would be so fun. Yeah. Atlanta United versus Wrexham. Sure. I'll sit in Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Sweet. They might be in. 
sponsor us. Like, and we know they would. Yeah. Blake and I are best friends. Yeah. I talked to Ryan this morning. Oh, wow. Okay. And the other guy, no Jackson, that I don't know his name. Rob McElhenney. Rob, sorry to disown you like that. That's why you chose Ryan, because he was famous. Anyways. Well, this was some good conversation. This was good. Your voice cracked a little bit. It there. did crack a little bit. Yeah. Sorry about that. We can just edit that out. We're leaving. I don't really care. We're going to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, well, I'm really looking forward to some MLS this weekend and excited to continue on the podcast and really appreciate each of you joining us today. Again, follow us on On the PK Podcast at wherever you keep up with things and wherever you listen to podcasts. We're so glad you join us. Again, I'm AK. And I'm EK. And that's On the, the PK. PK. That was much better than last time. It was. Thank you. Nailed it.